Hello! Welcome to the eighth episode of The Chopping Block. Uh, we got a packed show today, preview of week four for college football, preview of week three for NFL. Um, we'll be recapping last night's, uh, last night's game. We're recording this on Friday. Uh, we September got Syracuse. 23rd. We got Syracuse and Virginia going on right now. Just started. Just started. Um, and since it just started, I will get my lock of the week out of the way. I have Syracuse minus 10. Book it now. Book it fast. Because the game started three minutes ago. So those odds are going to change quickly. But, Perks um, Nowitzki going quick with his lock of the week. And this is your co-host, Timmy Jernigans, today. Jebediah is um, he, he, he's suffering from uh, bitchitis today. Mm. So he's out from the show. Uh, but we hope that he gets better soon. Uh, not confident in that, but hope he gets better soon and is really back for the next pod. You really hate do. to see it. Um, not for the boys. Definitely not FTB. But um, all right, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna get the show started. Sometimes I have too many beers, which I gladly do, and which I fully embrace. Working out, automatic. Whacking out, automatic. Catholic all girls schools, automatic. Still is. All right, and we are back. Like I said, we got Syracuse, Virginia on in the background, so we'll have some uh, live reactions as this podcast goes. But to start the game off, uh, let's jump right into the NFL game last night, Steelers-Browns. Um, I was pretty busy last night, so I actually didn't get to pay attention super closely to this game, but it looked like it was a good game for most of the game. Uh, Offense in the first half was very bad for both teams, I'm not going to lie. It was a very sluggish starting game, but it picked up in the middle of the second quarter at the end of the first half, and the Browns were just running the ball too much. Nick Chubb was averaging about five-plus yards per carry. He was just absolutely running over Balling. the Steelers' defense. Well, yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, Mitch Trubisky and Jacoby Brissett playing in a Thursday night football game on last week. It was Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, so a little bit of a change up there but big uh, difference but yeah that that catch by and everyone's seen it that george pickens catch was pretty damn wild i have him in fantasy and not that that catch got him any extra points but um it should have that was i mean that, that, was that, that might be one of the craziest catches of the entire nfl season i said it, i said it off the pot earlier i think that topped the obj catch that was just the a, way his body i mean he that was a superhuman backward i mean and obj flew backwards too but the way he did it it was yeah, it was crazy. I didn't even know, like, my body would break if I tried doing something like that. I mean, like he that. must be in Cirque du Soleil because he was contorting his body in ways I've never seen before. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think I can top that. Uh, yeah, I, I guess the last thing I'll mention, um, again, we talked about it off the pod, but that backdoor cover at the end, um, that last play for the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, Gotta absolutely Gotta be rough painful. if you're betting on that game. Absolutely uh, did, were, were you betting on that game at all? Uh, I was. I was not. I had one prop bet, actually, and Syracuse just got a 60-yard kick return to start the game. Minus 10 looking good, looking good after one play. I had Nick Chubb getting two receptions, and he only got one target and dropped it, so not not a good pick. But college football did me very well. I had both West Virginia and Coastal Carolina, and they both won by 20 points. So, 
All right. Well, with that being said, enough of Thursday Night Football. We'll, we'll be watching those more closely in the future. but uh, And hopefully those are better in the future. I mean, I love Thursday Night Football, Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. I mean, those are the prime best. Primetime spots. Prime spots are the most fun. Uh, and these two teams are just, you know, I don't really care much about either of these teams. So, uh, yeah, excited for some bigger games. But, all right. Now jumping into college uh, football, we're going to be doing our pickums. Usually we do about 10 games. I think last week you did a little less. Uh, this week we got a few more. Um, Very week, good games this week. Yeah, week four. People call it an underrated schedule just because there's not many ranked games, but the, the point spreads are super close this week. A lot of close games that are going to happen. Week four is about when conference play starts for most. Um, for most. I mean, for most teams. Unless you get a conference game done in week one, then then you have a non-conference yeah. game in week four. But for the most part, yes, it is So conference. I know us, the Aggies, this will be our first SEC game. Uh, and speaking of the Aggies, let's jump right into it. Texas A&M at Arkansas. Uh, it's going to be a top 25 matchup. It's always a close game. Even when you know, A&M's been better than Arkansas for the most part of the last decade, um, even when Arkansas was bad in those in those few years, it was always a close game. It would go to OT. It would end on you know a few minutes in the last or in the fourth quarter. It's uh, usually the game of the week, or whenever the time slot is, it's the game of that time slot. Just because it's always so crazy and so close. Yeah. So. So uh, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about this game? How are you feeling about it? There are definite matchups that. Both teams can expose very well. AM's run defense is not to the caliber that it has been the past few years. Like, even Miami, who's not a good running team, ran all over the Aggies. They averaged, I think, four and a half or five yards per carry. Not good for the Aggie run defense. And Arkansas is a top 10 run team in the nation. So they can definitely expose the fact. But I, I assume AM will load the box for most of the time. So that might be able to to change the tide, but Arkansas's defense or pass defense is one of the top ten worst in the nation. They're one. I believe they are the worst. Are they not? No, they're one hundred twenty three out of okay. one hundred thirty one. But A and M has been slow in the passing game so far this season, and we really need to step it up. We yeah. we get our we get our young freshman five star receivers back this week after being suspended last week. So I think they'll be hungry to do better. We're getting a lot of defensive guys back because we were missing a bunch of guys last week due to targeting and just nagging injuries. Yeah, I mean, this will be on. the most complete team this has we've, been, we've played with this year. This so. has been, this will be the most complete AM team that has been fielded so far. No one recognizes the fact that, a, I mean, AM should not have lost to App State under any circumstances, but that was the most injury injury-ridden game that we had had all mm-hmm. season. We were missing so much. Yeah. But this week, we get most of it back. I think it should be a really good defensive performance. And if we're able to throw the ball, as as I think we should be able to, I think I think it could be very good. And that and is a touchdown, Syracuse. Run the ball in. Uh, with 12 minutes and 18 seconds left in the first quarter. So, up early. Um, yeah, and so, I guess my opinion on the A&M game, I think, I think you touched on it great there. Uh, like you said, Arkansas's pass defense not great. A and M's run defense not great. So uh, it'll be it'll be an interesting matchup to say the least. I think A and M will pull it out in the end. Uh, this game last year was just hard to watch. It was th- th- was this their first loss last year? It was, it was right. It was Cal. Uh, it was Calzada's first full game, and he was putrid. Yeah, in it. he was not good. KJ Jefferson. 
I mean, they ran all over us last year, right? They I did. mean, KJ Jefferson controlled the game last well, year. KJ Jefferson got hurt. Remember, so they it was really just big plays because they they would run play action and they got Traylon Burks for about seventy yards in the first quarter. Yeah, and from that play on, it was kind of over just because they already had fourteen after that play. Yeah. They, I don't even think they played that. I mean, our defense really held them in the second half. They didn't do anything in the second half. I think they scored all twenty in the first half. Yeah, I, I, if I, I think, remember correctly. I think this is a little bit of a, a revenge game from last year for AM. I think AM has a lot of. Uh, I don't know. They're getting a lot of hate from the media right now, so I think they have a lot to prove. Uh, I mean, you say it all the time, but a hungry dog uh, runs faster. Hungry so. dog runs faster. And this is a complete role, role reversal. Last year, Arkansas A&M was the, was the favorite to win, and they had everything in front of them, and they lost because Zach Calzada couldn't do anything, and it springboarded Arkansas to a nine-win season. This year, Arkansas has all the hype in the world, but if A&M wins, they could have the Arkansas effect and it could springboard the rest of their season. Yeah, I mean, A&M has a chance here in the next few weeks to pick up a, a decent amount of solid wins to definitely propel them higher in the rankings. Because if A&M has a good game this weekend, I think their offense, they, they just need to have a good start in this game and finish well and have a good offensive game, and then that will propel them to be good on offense for the rest of the yeah, season. Yeah, I would really but like to see... But if they don't... If they don't, then I don't think AM does well for well for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, the, the like, offense needs to get started this week. It is a make or break game again for AM. It is. And, and, and really there's going to be a few of these games um, early in the season where it's like, it, it like AM's got to be winning games like this. I mean, we're out recruiting Arkansas, and, and I think Sam Pittman's a good coach, but this is just a game AM should win. Um, AM needs to win. AM needs lot to win. A lot of recruit. AM's the home team, so they're able to bring no, recruits as well. They're, so, they're, they're the away team. Arkansas is the home team. Oh, they are? Yes. Nope, so I am wrong. I am wrong. It is A&M. So, so A&M's the home team, I'm so they, they get to bring recruits in. Is that the deal? Arkansas yeah, doesn't yeah. get to do that? No, I mean, I think Arkansas can, but they're not allowed to talk to the coaching staff as to where, as where A&M recruits can talk okay. to the coaching staff because they're the home well, team. It's a home, so, we're, we're the home team now. So, so big recruiting advantage for AM if they win this game because we will have recruits at the stadium watching the game. Home field advantage? Not really. I'm just kidding. I'm making but, a joke. Yeah, and, and well, I guess just to kind of close up this, this game, I hate this game being played at AT&T Stadium. I am a big... I, like, I, I push for that. College games need to be played in in college stadiums. I hate watching games and specifically college games need to be played outdoors. I think all football is better outdoors. It's why I like the chiefs playing at Arrowhead. That's why I think it's such a good atmosphere there. But yeah, I think when, when two teams like this an SEC West matchup, two rivals are playing in Dallas. I mean, it's just, it, it sucks the life out of the game. A couple of years ago during COVID Arkansas played at A&M. That was one of my favorite games to go to since I've been a student here. So, and I would love, I love going to the away games. I would love to visit Fayetteville. Um, I think the deal ends in 2024. So three years left, maybe, maybe, I don't know if they play there in 2024 or if it ends that year, but uh, yeah, get it out of Dallas. Do not sign that contract again. And we, we both know lots of people. I mean, I assume, you know, lots of people that go to Arkansas as well, but I, I know a ton of people that go to Arkansas. So it'd be crazy to sit with them and just, you know, the smack talk that goes yeah. on in the student section, it would be it would be exhilarating. And, and it's not like the Cotton Bowl where it's, again, it's outdoors. If it was outdoors, it would be different. But 
gosh, banned football indoors. I hate watching games at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Hate it so much. Um, no weather delays indoors, though. I guess, man. But <laughs> but football football is not. That's a joke. It's it's football's meant to be played in the mud, okay? In the rain. I, fuck the AC. All right, on to our next game, Clemson Wake. Do you know the spread on this game? It is seven points right now. Seven points in favor of Clemson. Um, Clemson always just, I feel like since Dabo's been there, I mean, they've been great, but I feel like they play to their opponent's level a lot, and I feel like they're going to be in, I feel like this is going to be a good game for a while. They usually play to their opposing team's level, except for when they play against Wake Forest. Really? They always destroy Wake Forest. Is this true? Really? Let's see. Clemson... Wake Forest. I feel like they put up like I feel I feel like there were some close game. games. I mean, they're close, but like they put up fifty points a game against them. Like, okay, yeah, last year 38 27, 37, 13. Oh my god, yeah, fifty. I mean, Clemson just annihilates. Yeah, them. I guess it was like twenty seventeen. It was fourteen twenty. So, yeah, so this game. So they usually play. This game's their, always a blowout. This game's always a blowout. They always show up against Wake Forest yeah. because Wake Forest never has a defense. They have a very good offense with with and, uh, and Hartman at quarterback, but their defense is just not there. So it's yeah, a ghost I, defense. I was gonna say minus take take uh, Wake plus seven here. No, I'm gonna take that back. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like it's gonna be a close game for a little bit. Maybe halftime. Wake is within I mean, seven, but Wake can put I, up I, I think points, Clemson will pull it away in the end. It's just Wake Forest doesn't have a run game. All yeah. they can do is pass it. Wake barely beat Liberty, so um, yeah, no. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll take Clemson big here. I would take a minus seven if I was gambling. Uh, you got anything else in this game? Uh, DJ needs to have a fast start. I think he will, but definitely needs to have a fast start. I think Will Shipley, the running back for Clemson, I think he goes for. 200 yards all, all, all together with receiving and, and running. I think he goes for 200. I just don't think Wake Forest defense is good. I think they will put up points, but not enough because their run game is non-existent. Did you know Wake's defense allows two more yards than Clemson's does this year? On average. I did not. Interesting set. Uh, okay, next game. Baylor Iowa State Big Twelve matchup. Uh, I believe Iowa State's favored. Correct. Iowa no. State is favored by two and a half. I believe two and a half. Um, yeah, I like this game. Baylor was a that Baylor BYU game game of the game of the year. Uh, I I'm gonna pick Iowa State here. I haven't really gotten to watch much Iowa State this year. I know they kind of slipped by um, Iowa a couple weeks ago, but. I don't know. I just like Matt Campbell. I think Dave Rand is a good coach, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm not putting too much logic behind this. I just I got that feeling. The difference between Iowa State this season and Iowa State last season is last year they turned the ball over a lot, so they lost games. This year they're turning other teams over and not turning the ball over. I think the turnover margin is what helps them. I think it's going to be a slugfest, low scoring game. I think Iowa State takes it. Because they force enough turnovers. Yeah, I guess I guess what kind of gives me Iowa State here is it's a home game. It is a favored home game. by two and a half points. If it was at Baylor, I'd probably be picking Baylor here. But because of the atmosphere, it's at Iowa State. I'm taking Cyclones. All right, next game, College Game Day. Um, I always love this game. I love the SEC East uh, matchups. 
they're they're always fun, even though Georgia's kind of dominated everything. Oh my, oh, big wow. pi there. Yeah, they're big pi on Syracuse. Um, yeah, this is always a fun game. Uh, like you said, Florida's won seventeen of the past eighteen games. Is that correct? Sixteen of the past 17. sixteen of the past seventeen. So Florida's dominated the series recently. I didn't know that. Uh, there was that, there was that play. Win was twenty sixteen. They won by ten points. And in England. Tennessee should have won uh, a couple of years ago, but there was that. I believe it was Felipe Franks. Uh, was it Felipe Franks? It was that. It was that hail mary that Florida won on. That was one of the craziest plays. I believe it was five years ago today. So. Um, don't remember exactly who that was, but that was a great game. But anyways, I'm taking Tennessee here. I'm I'm big on the um, I'm blanking out what they're called. I'm big on the Volunteers this year. <laughs> Hendon Hooker's a good uh, he's a good quarterback. Uh, zero picks so far this year. Six touchdowns. Uh, Anthony Richardson has zero touchdowns and four picks. So I don't know. I, I think Anthony Richardson's good, but give me uh, give me Hendon Hooker and in, in the Tennessee Volunteers here. For for me, I have I have Florida winning the game. There's a few constants right now in the world: death, taxes, and Florida beating Tennessee in the rivalry matchup. But with that said, it's either going to be Tennessee winning by thirty or Florida winning by a field goal. It's going to be either a close game or an absolute blowout. Maybe maybe if Florida's in in it in the fourth quarter, I like Florida, but. If not, uh, Hendon Hooker doesn't turn the ball over. They have a very powerful offense, but maybe Florida keeps it in with Anthony Richardson just running all over them. That run game for Florida needs to be massive. I think it can be massive. They've got good running backs. They have a good quarterback who runs. They need to just limit Tennessee's possessions, and that's how they will win the game. Yeah, and it's at Nate, uh, Neyland. I mean, it's going to be a sold-out crowd. That's going to be a crazy environment. 106,000 people are yeah. going to be there-ish. I, I don't know the exact number they hold, but I know it's 100,000-plus. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a really fun game. Uh, all right, next game, Texas at Texas Tech. I will be taking Texas Tech here. I, I kind of want to go against the grain, pick an upset here and there. I think, I think there's going to be a lot of upsets this weekend just with um, conference play really picking up for a lot of these, these teams. Uh, Tech is always a place that where te- when Texas goes in there, uh, that Tech steals a few away from them. So I, I don't remember if Tech won the last time they were at Tech. I feel like they did, you know? Couldn't tell you. Um, but there's always that, that Michael Crabtree play that everyone points back to. Uh, which when was, was that? 2008, I believe? Something like that, which was so awesome. I don't know. I think Texas is a good team. They looked a little sloppy last week. Uh, Hudson's card is going to be playing, so I don't know. G- give me, uh, give me Tech here. Yeah, for me, I I like Tech as well. Those students, if there's one thing they live for, it is hating Texas yeah. and it is beating Texas. Yeah, they will. This is their this is their Alabama game. As soon as the Texas bus pulls up to Lubbock, they will be throwing tortillas. They will not let the bus move. They will surround the bus and they will be hooting and hollering at all the Texas players. They're going to be crazy. They're going to be throwing tortillas on the field. That's their tradition. And I, I think their offense is good enough, and their defense is playing very well right now. So I think I think Tech has definitely has a chance to make this a game. Yeah, no, great points. Uh, and, and just an update on the Syracuse game. Virginia just shanked a 51-yard field goal. Uh, it is looking 7-0. good. Looking good. All right, uh, next game, Oregon at Washington State. Uh, 
I miss Mike Leach at Washington State. He's fun at Mississippi State, but I don't know. There was something at Mike Leach just all the way up there in Pullman. He was so he was so funny, and it was so awesome that uh, he he was just made for Pac-12 after dark. But nonetheless, Washington State three and currently took down number eighteen Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. Uh, I believe you said Washington or Oregon hasn't won. Oregon hasn't won. I mean, besides 2020, the COVID year, when there were no fans in the stadium, so it was, basi- it was basically a neutral site game, if you consider it that, because Oregon, Eugene isn't that far away from Pullman. But other than that, Oregon has not won in Pullman in over a decade, I believe. So definitely, definitely Washington State has a shot. Oregon usually plays down to the level of Washington State when they're playing at Washington State. Washington State really slings it around. So does Oregon. They have a really Oregon has a really high high pace offense, a lot of speed. Can Washington State stop it? I don't know. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, but anything could happen. Yeah, uh, give me the Kooks here. I uh, McKean Watson, friend of the program, actually friend of the program, friend of the program. Maybe have we might we might have him on for an interview at some point. Uh, would be really awesome. But rooting for him here. I think Bonix is a bum. Uh, I don't know Oregon. The fact that Oregon shot up what was it ten spots after beating BYU. I don't know. I mean, I I don't think they're as bad as we thought they were. But I don't think they're the fifteenth best team in the country. Uh, the one thing here that kind of makes me question if Washington State's going to win is it's it is a 3 p.m. game. I think if it was Pac-12 after dark, it would be a lock. But nonetheless, give me the Cougs. Let's go get them, boys. It's it, it, it's six and a half is a rat line though. It's like they want you to take it. This is one of those Vegas knows something kind of games. Yeah. So, but I like Washington State as well. I think they cover. All right. Uh, Wisconsin, Ohio State. Uh, I know we've talked about this off there a little bit. This is something that we disagree on. I'll come right out and say it. I'm taking the upset. Wisconsin is going to beat Ohio State this weekend. Uh, like I said, I think this is going to be a big week of uh, upsets. There, there are a few top 25 games. I don't believe this is one of them. Wisconsin's not ranked Wisconsin's right now. Not ranked. Uh, they did lose to Washington State, like we just mentioned. But I don't know. I got this feeling deep down in my balls. There's something telling me to take uh, take Wisconsin here. Uh, Wisconsin, you know they they put up 66 points last week against New Mexico State. So I don't know. I know it's a it's a shitty team, but Ohio State's played two shitty teams where they ran up the score too. Ohio State's closest game this year was against Notre Dame. They won 21 to 10. They haven't really been tested yet. Wisconsin's going to be the most physical team they've played yet. And I don't know. I just I, I think. Uh oh! Fumble. Virginia has recovered it on yeah. the Syracuse forty yard line. Anyways, uh, yeah, like I said, this is going to be the most physical team Ohio State's played yet. Uh, the same goes for Wisconsin. Uh, I don't know, man. I just again a lot a lot of my my picks aren't based off of play. I mean, Ohio State has the better roster. They have better players. They have the better coach. They have the better. It's a home game. They have everything going for them. But I'm picking Wisconsin here. It's college football, baby. Wisconsin does not have the offense to win the game. I think they have enough run talent that they can potentially limit Ohio State in the first half, the possessions. 
But so they could keep it close in the first half, but I think Ohio State pulls away. It's one of those games where you have to go in knowing that Ohio State's probably going to score at least 28 points. So how are you going to score 28 to 31 points? I just don't think Wisconsin has the passing game to do it. They can run, but if Ohio State sells out for the run, their DBs are good enough to defend Wisconsin's passing game. I, I, I don't think Wisconsin wins this or covers this. Really? So you would take Ohio State? Minus uh, 17. Minus or, 17? Oh, it's gone up to minus 20. I don't know. Actually, I would probably take Wisconsin plus 20. All right. Uh, yeah, I would I would take Wisconsin. Uh, but I, I will not. Like I said, I, I'm taking them outright. Uh, again, I don't gamble. But if I could gamble, I probably would gamble on this game. Uh, anyways... Kansas State, Oklahoma. Kansas State's given Oklahoma trouble in the past. And I don't know. I think Oklahoma State, or Oklahoma, I've said on the pod before, I think they upgraded with, upgraded with Brent Venables. They looked like world beaters against Nebraska. Now, of course, that was against Nebraska. But nonetheless, I'll be taking Oklahoma big here. Kansas State completely ruined all their preseason hype last week when they lost to... Tulane, yeah. So, I don't know. Give me the Sooners here. I think they're good. I think they look like a playoff team right now. That's that. Kansas State always goes into Oklahoma and gives them trouble. They have gone in there the past two times as three touchdown dogs and one. I like Kansas State here. It's wounded dog runs faster. They are the darlings of the Big 12. Everyone has them going and winning the Big 12 as their... Oh, my God. Oh, another missed Seriously. field goal. Virginia missed another field goal. Wow. Yeah, so like I was saying, Kansas State, everyone loves them. They they really need this for their season to, to stay upright. I feel like if they lose bad, their season's just over, and I don't know if they can come back from it. But I feel like they stay in this game. They always do. I feel like it's going to be close. I feel like they cover the massive spread for sure, and I have them winning it outright. Would you say it's a good weekend to be a team that has Kansas in your name? I I think it is a good weekend to have Kansas in your name. You're taking Kansas City, who of course is in Missouri, which the is Chiefs. why I say, yeah. which is why I say, has Kansas in the name. So you're taking Kansas, Chief, Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Uh, you're taking Kansas State. Yep. And on to our next game, Duke Kansas. Give me Wichita State, too. Probably FBS team. I don't, I don't even know if they have a team, but if they do, give me Wichita State. All right. Duke-Kansas, uh, game of the millennium. I think this could go down as replacing the game of the year. Uh, like like I just said, game of the millennium. 3-0 Duke going into 3-0 Kansas. Uh, A&M's old DC. Mike and Elko no, the doing game great is not being played at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I think that's the name of the Kansas basketball stadium. It's being played at whatever their actual football stadium is And called. it is Not sold out. Stadium. It is sold out. Yeah, what, what is that, like 50000 less than that probably? It, yeah, it's going to be... It, it'll be... I don't know the last time I actually was excited for a Kansas game. But nonetheless, I am. It's an 11 o'clock game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jaylen, like I had said last week, Jalen Daniels is my player of the week. Seven touchdowns, one interception so far. He's also their leading rusher with another three touchdowns and 230 yards on the ground. Uh, I like I like Kansas big here. 
Uh, the spread is minus seven, and I would take Kansas there. Kansas has not won more than three games since 2009. I love Jalen Daniels. He's an absolute machine. Give me the Jayhawks. Jayhawks, baby. Most wins in 13 years this season. All right. Notre Dame, North Carolina. Notre Dame's looked like a total shit program this year. Uh, I guess their best game was when they lost to Ohio State. Then they went down, lost to Marshall, and they hung on against Cal. I, I think, I just, I don't know. They don't look good this year. Not that North Carolina looks crazy, but it's a home game for them. They they look better. I'm you can North say Carolina North here. Carolina doesn't look crazy, but they are 3-0. and zero. They are 3-0. and zero. Uh, Basketball school's up right now. Kentucky also 3-0. and zero. Give me the Tar Heels. North Carolina puts up. A lot of yards, a lot of points, and they haven't even had their best offensive player this season yet, and they're still putting up these offensive numbers. They're getting Josh Downs back, I believe, this week. Give me Carolina. Duke cannot put, or, sorry, Notre Dame cannot put up enough points to stay with North Carolina. I love that spread, UNC minus two and a half. I love that. Uh, All right, we got three more games to wrap it up for our pick'em segments. We got Minnesota at Michigan State. Last week, I picked Michigan State over Washington. Michigan State was the number 11 team in the country. Washington was unranked. Vegas always knows. Uh, and I believe Minnesota's favored here. P.J. Flex got them rowing the boat. I'm taking I'm taking the Gophers, the Golden Gophers. One of my best friends is a big donor for the Minnesota program. They love what P.J. Fleck is doing down there, and I do too. I'm rowing the boat. I'm going for Minnesota. They got. I think they still have Tanner Morgan. They have a running back that is very good, and their receivers, as always, are better than average. I guess not great, but better than average. So I, I, I think, and Michigan State's pass defense is just. I mean, they're not even there. I think Mel Tucker's a they, fraud, but they don't even like. They don't even. I, I'm pretty sure they don't even send defensive backs out on the field. Is how bad their pass defense is. Give me, give me Minnesota. Like but a, Michi- this does define Michigan State's season. It's at home, so they could keep it close for a while, but I think Minnesota wins this in a slugfest. Like I just said, I think Mel Tucker's a fraud, but props to him. He came out. Did you see that video of Mel Tucker the other day? He was like, yeah, I'm a fraud of the coach right now. Like, we're not a good football team. And I was like, okay, I respect that. There's not many people that would stand up there and say that and, and take full responsibility. I think he gets he's way overpaid. Uh, but props to him for having a good agent and making that back. All right, James Madison, App State. I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is my upset of the week. JMU, I believe this is their first year being an FBS team. Yeah. Uh, they are currently 2-0, looking good. I haven't watched them play, but currently they are averaging 53.5 points per game and only allowing seven. Now, they have played two shitty teams. However, App State has kind of squeaked by every game. App State could easily be 0-3. They could also have been 3-0. Um, nonetheless, they are 2-1. Had a crazy walk-off win against Troy last week. Of course, beat AM two weeks ago. I think they're, uh, they're the darlings of college football right now, but I think that that comes to a sweet and bitter end as JMU takes down the Mountaineers. Is that what they are? They're the, they're the Mountaineers, right? The yes, App State is, yeah. I like App State. I don't really have a feel for this game, but App State's at home. Wild things happen there down in Boone, North Carolina. 
Chase Bryce is a really good quarterback. They have a really good run game as well. So I, I, I like App State. All right. Uh, final game. College football pick them. Pac-12 after dark. USC at Oregon State. I thought last week USC was going to hang close with Fresno. Uh, that did not end up being the case. However, I, I like this game. I think USC will win this game. I think they'll cover, but I think it will be a little closer than last week's game against Fresno. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm i dying for a Pac-12 after dark upset, man. I'm dying. That, that's really when you know football Football's season back. is in full. I mean, football's back, but like... That's kind of what makes a season great is when there's a lot of Pac-12 after dark games that are uh, upsets and stuff. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm taking I'm taking USC here, but I'm, I'm I'm rooting for the upset. USC has too much offense. Yeah. I, I Oregon State could put up points. USC's forced the most turnovers in the nation at this point. They forced ten so far. So that that's why they've been winning these games by so much. If they don't have a lot of turnovers, I guess Oregon State could keep it close. But I, I just think USC has too much offense. And this is certainly the the best team USC's played at this point, correct? I mean, they they've played Probably. Rice, Stanford, and Fresno. So and I and Fresno's quarterback went down last game, so. I probably would have been a little bit closer had that not happened. But. Fresno put up like 500 yards though. They just they they just kept on turning the ball over, mm-hmm. so they didn't get a lot of points. All right, um, on to our segments. Kind of touched on a couple of these. My lock of the week, Syracuse minus 10. They're currently up seven right now. And at the 25-yard line uh, of Virginia, so they, they're they Just they're got a flag, but nonetheless, I like the pick. My upset of the week, just touched on it. JMU, James Madison taking down App State. Uh, and I'll just go ahead and finish up my game of the week. Texas A&M at Arkansas, again, touched on this already. Game is always close. No matter who, if anyone is good or bad in the game, always close. And, and we're two good teams this year. It's a top 25 matchup, so I think it will be a close game, but I will be taking AM here. I have my lock of the week as Michigan minus 17 against Maryland this week. Maryland has, has a good offense. They got Talia Tagovailoa, but Michigan, they, they, Michigan was really good last year, beat Maryland by like 40. Maryland's defense is still kind of mediocre, and Michigan's offense is much better than it was last year. I think Michigan covers the 17. My upset of the week, Florida beating Tennessee. Will it happen? I don't know. But this this rivalry is so heavily favored towards Florida the past two decades that I, I really like the Gators here. And then my game of the week is Minnesota and Michigan State. Michigan State's playing for their season. Minnesota is trying to keep Forno alive. And <laughs> so, yeah, that's my game of the week. Uh, yeah, and we'll add in to uh, our our dear brother, Jebediah, who's who's not here right now because he's, like we said, he's sick right now. Uh, his this is actually my flu game, yeah. so I, I'm actually not his at 100% lock, either. His lock of the week is Still Wisconsin plus... It was plus 17 when he made the pick. I believe it's plus 19 and a half now. Like I said, I took Wisconsin outright, so I really like the pick. Um, yeah, his upset of the week is Oregon over USC. So he Oregon clearly, State. Oregon or State. Oregon State over USC, clearly disagrees with us there. Um, I don't hate the pick, but I don't think it will be correct. And then his game of the week is just BYU. Don't, don't know who they're playing. Don't care. 
Just I think they're playing Wyoming. They are playing Wyoming. But BYU, that, that's his game of the week. Yeah. All right, that wraps up for college football this week. Excited for uh, a long Saturday. What you got for uh, – have you looked at the NFL slate? What, what are you thinking? Think it's going to be a good week? I think it could be a good week. I, I don't really know anything about the NFL, but – That's just so touch cap. But – If you go ask some white girl in Northgate – Anything I mean, NFL. I know more than you the average person. You would sound like fucking Mark Twain compared to... Yeah, I mean, I know more than the <laughs> average person, but compared to compared to Perks Nowitzki over here and our other analyst who is also gone right now, Floyd Pinkerton, they both know much more than I do. But, I mean, what would you say about the slate? I think it could be fine. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I like it. I, there have been so many big comebacks over the past two weeks. I think it's going to continue in the The first two weeks were, were really great. The 12 o'clock games have just been absolutely thrilling towards the end, so I think it'll be the same this week. Yeah, the the first two weeks have been really... Uh, been, all the games have been thrilling. Uh, I feel like there's been more close games than in previous years. A lot of upsets going on so far. Uh, I believe the 2-0 teams right now, I might miss some here, but I believe it's the Eagles... Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, uh, Giants, and I think I'm missing one. Bucks. So uh, I, I think the Giants play Cowboys Monday Night Football. That'll be an interesting game. What just happened there? Pa- uh, no pass interference. They just threw it out of the back of the end zone. Hmm. So Syracuse will line up for a field goal with a minute left in the first to go up 10 to 0. All right. Nonetheless, uh, let's hop into our pick 'em. Texans Bears. Uh, Texans have looked a little better this year. They are 0-1-1, so the dream for 0-0-17 is dead. But we can still go 0-1-16. That is still in the realm of possibilities. So, I don't know. I, I don't like the Bears. I don't really like the Texans either. But uh, give me Mills Mafia. Give me the Texans. Last week, although the game ended up being a blowout against the Packers, the Bears did have some bright moments. And the Texans are still the Texans, and they are not very good. So, I give, give me the Bears minus three. I think the Bears win. Okay. Justin Fields is playing pretty well. He can he can run. He's been throwing it kind of well. His receivers aren't super great. So he's a bum. but he's a bum. Sorry, he's a bum. I like the Bears. Okay. Next game: Bills at Dolphins. Bills looking like the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, they're looking hot. Josh Allen's looking hot. Uh, looks like both teams kind of got a decent amount of guys questionable and out for the game. But nonetheless, I mean, Tua has the most touchdowns in the league right now. I think he's tied with actually Josh Allen. I think Tua's good. I think he is the guy for them there in uh, Miami. But I'll be taking the Bills here. It's hard to bet against them right now. Josh Allen is... An absolute playmaker. He does everything he needs to win. He's only thrown 17 incompletions all season out of 70 throws. So that's an absolutely crazy, kind of a crazy statistic. And Stefan Diggs has just been lighting up the NFL. He's got four touchdowns through two games. He scored three of them last week. 270 already on the yardage. I The Bills can't be stopped right now. I mean, Tyree Kill is also doing great things in Miami. I mean, he has... Actually, more yards than Stephon Diggs does. Less touchdowns. Um, I think I think they're two of the top five receivers in the league. But what really gives it to me 
to take the Bills over the Dolphins here as their defense. The Bills have arguably the best defense, uh, if not one of the best defenses in the NFL. So that's what kind of gives the and Miami is has given up a lot of points in their games. I mean, and, and that, they deserve all the the credit for winning that game against the Ravens, but. That was a miracle comeback, yeah. and they, they didn't look great for a lot of that game. So, I don't know. The Bills Josh, have just consistently Josh, looked like the best Josh team on Allen the field would, would since the second. Either run for a first down at the end of the game or make a big pass because he's got enough receivers. That, oh, fumble. Syracuse wow, has what a crazy fumble. That popped up. That didn't even touch the ground. Wow. Um, okay, next game, Lions-Vikings. I'll be taking the Vikings here. If it was prime time, I would be taking the Lions. But since it's not, it's a I believe it's a noon game. Kirk Cousins, he'll be he'll be good when uh, the lights are not on him in prime time. So I don't know. I I do think the Lions are better this year, but Vikings look really good week one. I'll be taking the Vikings. Give me the Lions. 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 Dan Campbell, Lions all the time. They're a twelve. They're a twelve p.m. Playing team, they love it. Give me the Lions all day. All right, yeah, I, I, I don't have a rebuttal for that. I mean, that's it's a great analysis, I think. And I wish I could. If if the Lions win this game, I'll pick the Lions for the rest of their games. I think they're going fifteen to one this year. Well, that's a little hard to do since there is seventeen games. Don't care. That's pi. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Packers Bucks Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady battle of the the old men QBs ayahuasca versus TB12 method who are you taking give me give me the drug addict give me give me Aaron Rodgers give you Aaron Rodgers yeah I'll be taking the Bucks here it's a home game for the Bucks uh I guess Mike Evans I think he is suspended yeah Mike Evans is suspended after him shoving is it Marshawn or Marcus Lattimore I don't know. I know it's Lattimore, but... I think Marcus Lattimore. So Regardless, I don't know. The Packers didn't look good week one. They ran it up against against the Bears. They look great week two, but Bears don't have a very good defense. Uh, I I think the Bucs are just a better team. Give me the Bucs. All right, uh, final pick them for this week. Rams-Cardinals, NFC West matchup. Uh, Rams, of course, Super Bowl champions last year. Cardinals coming off a big win over the Raiders. Big time comeback. Uh, Kyler had some... Crazy video game highlights in that game. Uh, I don't know. I I'll be taking the Rams here. I I don't think the Cardinals are good. I I hate the Raiders. I think the Cardinals got very lucky in that game. I mean, they deserve the win, but they're not going to do that against the Rams. Yeah, I I think what separates these teams is defense. The Rams have a much better defense than the Cardinals do. Cardinals just allow anything to get by their defense. I like I like the although Frat Stafford these days has been turning the ball over a lot so that that could be a factor but I think matter. the I think the Rams win. All right, uh, now onto our final segments and we'll, then we'll wrap it up. Locks of the week. My lock of the week is Ravens minus two and a half. The Ravens are playing the Patriots this week. Uh, let's see where it's at. It is at the Patriots. Regardless, I think the Ravens' offense is just too high-powered. They did look good against the Dolphins. They lost the game, but um, yeah, hammer Ravens minus two and a half. I, I, I like the my my pick of the week is uh, Chiefs minus five and a half. Yeah, and I actually like that more than mine. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Don't know how I didn't see it, but yeah, I would I would. Oh my god, I love that pick. Love Chiefs minus five and a half. All right, my upset of the week: Bengals at Jets. 
Bengals haven't looked great this year. 0-2, Joey Burrow, not looking like uh, like Joe Cool. Joe Burr! Not looking like Joe Burr. Three touchdowns, four interceptions. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, you got uh, Waka Flocka Flocko. Mm, of course. Give me Waka Flocka Flocko. I like the Jets here. This is my upset of the week. Uh, but please, Jamar Chase, go off because I have you in fantasy. Please put up some points. And my upset of the week, of course, give me the Lions. Enough said. And my game of the week is Lions-Vikings. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's the biggest game of the week. Uh, but I think it will be the best game of the week. And my game of the week is Packers-Bucks. It's a one-point line right now favoring the Bucks because they're at home. I think I think two very good quarterbacks. I think it could be could be a very good game. All right. And uh, I guess just to wrap it up, I, I kind of just want to preview. Well, let's just go over and see if we missed any games. Uh, I guess West Virginia Virginia Tech played last night. wasn't very close. There were three games last night. They all seemed to be kind of out of control. Yeah, big blowouts. Uh, I, I guess something that we missed last week that we, we didn't go over last podcast, new member, not new member, but new person has gone on the chopping block and the guillotine has dropped Herm Edwards, oh. fired from Arizona State. On the field, uh, allegedly. It. It has been leaked that people in the program were giving other teams notice of what the game plan was so that they could get rid of Herm Edwards. That's so crazy because I like his first year there it was very was good. good. They had Jaden Daniels. Yeah, they had Jaden Daniels. Now, now Daniels. And then there was that scandal last offseason, and since then the program's gone downhill. I wish these Arizona teams were, were good because when they were good, I mean, they, were, they, they haven't been crazy in the past decade, but like... They were better with Rich Rodriguez. Rich Rod had, had Arizona going for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I Pac-12 needs to get some better coaches, man. Because I love it when the Pac-12 is good, but it's just been a depressing depressing league to watch recently. So, um, I don't know. I hope, I hope they get a good hire there, but kind of doubt it. Uh, other games, Missouri-Auburn, kind of a shit show. Who really cares? I think Auburn will have a bounce-back game. I think they'll win here. TCU-SMU, this was kind of a hard one for me to pick. We do a pick them every week where we pick the top 25 games, and then all Power 5 games. So, of course, TCU not ranked, but they are Power 5. So, I don't know. What, who do you think is going to win here? TCU, SMU? SMU's at home. It's going to be but sold out. But is that much of a home game? It's going to be sold out. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is, I mean, it's... it's a bigger. Let's just say it's a bigger stadium than Kansas, and it will be sold out. I think there's going to be a pretty good home field advantage there. But... TCU fans are 15 minutes away, aren't they? I mean, how far away are they? I know. That's why it's going to be sold out. But there will be more SMU fans than TCU fans there. I I haven't watched SMU at all, and I don't know if I like TCU. Uh, I don't know. Give me TCU, actually. Give yeah, me TCU. I, I picked TCU. I think they have too much offense. Uh, other games. I feel like there was one I saw that I wanted to touch on. Indiana, Cincy. Cincinnati's favored by 16.5, which is kind of surprising to me, given that Indiana's 3-0 currently. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't gamble on that game. Uh, Syracuse has been sacked again. Fourth down, they will kick another field goal. About a thirty-eight yarder. I. I think. Other than that, Bama is favored by forty-one points against Vandy. That's crazy. Coach, coach on the rise alert. Most of you, I assume, don't know who the head coach of Kansas is. His name is Lance Leopold. 
and only a few handful of years ago, he was at a Division three program, Wisconsin Whitewater. He won multiple national championships in a row, went to Buffalo, had a few very good seasons there, especially the COVID year when they were the best team in the MAC. And now he is taking Kansas from a two-win team last year, and they probably will go to a 4-0 start this year. One of the coaches who's on the rise, very good system with with the triple option going on there. They have a very good quarterback. Love what he's doing there. He has a chance to become a very... He's going to be very hot on the market and could get a very big Power 5 job soon. Yeah, I, I, I hope not. I hope he stays in Kansas. He won't, but football's better when Kansas is good. Football's What if fun. Kansas... I, I, I would That would be so funny if Saban was just like, I want to challenge and just went to Kansas and just turned him into Alabama. That would be so crazy. Uh, in other news, we kind of like to touch on the news here at the end of our shows. Thank God. Thank God that the GTA 6 hacker has been caught. A 17-year-old kid in the UK... Um, has been arrested. He will be tried. It's a shame. Um, the world is a safer place now. It's a shame. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen anything else in the news this week? I feel, you know, it wouldn't be the show without mentioning just a shout out to King Charles. Mm. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like a quiet week. Got anything else? Nothing. Nada. Uh, we have. Oh. Ooh, almost forgot. We have a mascot for the show now. The uh, it's just called it's just a dog. It is a girl, but just dog. Dogs' picks are Texas A and M, Arkansas, Baylor, Iowa State, Florida, Tennessee. I like the picks. The dog picks Texas A and M, Iowa State, and Tennessee. We'll be posting it on our Twitter, which is the Chopping Block. Uh, so give us a follow, and uh, yeah. All right, signing off, Perks Nowinski. And this is Timmy J. Town signing off. And remember, go fuck yourself, Milwaukee. Traveling in a fighter combi On a hippie trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? A women go and men wonder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover Sandwich, and he said, I come from a land down under.